0: wake up west georgia it's time for the podcast powered by coffee and mountain dew the morning five with bryce sparling and billy lindahl
1: wake up west georgia it's time for your favorite morning podcast it is the morning five for tuesday december 13th 2022 and as always it's brought to you by the Parian lawyers nobody wakes up thinking man i hope i hire a lawyer today but hey life happens don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards we have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Perryan Lawyers, with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between.
0: Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results.
1: We are 12 days away from Christmas. 12 Jeez. days golly under two weeks which means you have 11 shopping days 11 shopping days get to it get to it uh i haven't done any
0: shopping so
1: yeah 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 as is tradition yeah that sounds about right it's also national ice cream day bryce what's your favorite type of ice cream
0: probably flavor wise it's going to be peach Uh, i'm a big fan of peach ice cream um Mm -hmm but like brand wise it has to be buttered Utter. i mean that's you know that's sort of a no-brainer right there right
1: uh, i would think so yes buttered udder was awesome and, and we were able to go to buttered udder this weekend for uh gavin's travel ball team oh and yeah how'd that go it, i think it went really well we got there around 2 30 ish somewhere around there on 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 saturday by the time we got there, they had already gone through an entire like container of, um, that flavor. Awesome! The creamy. Yeah. The what? What, what was the flavor cream. again? Organized cream.
0: Organized
1: cream. That's amazing. I love that man. <laughs> Which really cool. Basically, it was uh, cookies and cream ice cream, but it was uh, like, uh, had yellow flavoring in it. Oh. So, Oh, okay. Matching, it was matching the black and yellow um, colors of, you know, Five Star Mafia, which is makes cool.
0: sense. Makes sense. I can get down with some cookies and cream ice cream. That's, that's okay. But yeah, if I'm if I'm going my favorite flavor, it's it's either pit uh, peach or I don't mind mint chocolate chip. Um, and and buttered buttered is. I mean, that's that's the best ice cream I've ever had. Mayfield's not bad. Uh, I can take Mayfield as like a uh, as a store brand. But yeah, if I if I'm I don't eat ice cream much, and if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right, and I'm going to drive out to Carrollton and get me some Butter Dutter. Actually, the, the the store in downtown Villarica sells the little pint things of Butter Dutter ice cream. Um, I just saw that sign the yeah. other day. Yeah. At, at home? That's not it. What's Georgia home? I don't remember what it's called. It's right next to uh, uh, Los Cowboys in downtown Villarica.
1: Riftown uh, Grocery here in Bremen does the same thing. They they sell the pints. Um, That's awesome, dude. I love that. Yeah. It's also National Cocoa Day. Oh, uh, I thought it was okay.
0: I I read that wrong. National Cocoa Day. (laughs) Whoops! This day just got very different.
1: I don't know. Want to know
0: what you're reading? That was a whoopsie Daisy. That was different. I thought we were gonna celebrate Jordan Belfort this week. Oh, nice. Guess not. Uh, Yeah, I don't. I don't like hot chocolate, which is what this is. I assume. Uh, kids do, kids love it. I don't. I'm not a fan.
1: Unless it's from uh,
0: Incredible Pulp, that's way different. That is that is way <laughs> different than the Swiss Miss packet stuff. That is a uh, when I when I think of National Cocoa Day, I think of like Swiss Miss powdered hot chocolate packet, and it's like gritty and no butter butter. Uh, <laughs> uh, Incredible Pulps, their cocoa is. like homemade stuff, man. That's on a different level.
1: Finally, it's also National Cream Cheese
0: Frosting Day. It's the only type of frosting that I like on a cake. You know, we both kind of said we're not big cake guys. Yeah. Uh, And if I'm going to eat a cake, it has to be cream cheese frosting. Like, that is the ultimate frosting. When I make cakes, that is the only type of frosting I make is cream cheese frosting. I don't use the pre-made stuff that comes in a can.
1: So Cassie had her uh, her christmas uh party for her business yes or sunday and uh she's got a friend of hers from she's been my wife's been in pharmacy for years and years and years right so yeah um one of her old pharmacy friends actually makes cakes and stuff well she makes cakes that are ridiculous like ridiculous um so she had her make a red velvet cake which had the yep. cheese frosting on it and yep. oh my god oh my god Bryce
0: that that's the cake I usually make for Emily's birthday I make a red velvet cake with cream cheese frosting and it, it's the only way to make frosting dude it's it's the absolutely only way to make frosting
1: All right guys uh I think I was kind of <laughs> I was pushing this off and pushing this off because I didn't really want to talk about the first two topics today but uh, we're going to have to Oaks to the Grizzlies last night, one twenty eight to one hundred three. We just didn't have anybody. No Trey, no. no JC, no DJ, no CC, no Bogey. No, like you take away five starters, that's tough. It's really, yeah. really tough to to get a dub
0: from a team that was struggling too. You know, even with those five starters in, it was it was struggling a little bit. Uh, uh, yeah, Frank top Kaminsky top. played. <laughs> I mean, that's how that's how thin our bench was. Frank Kaminsky Frank, played.
1: Frank the Tank Kaminsky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hunter was the high man with 19 points. Aaron Holiday added an additional 15. He had 6 assists, 4 steals and 3 rebounds off the bench.
0: Okay. Not bad Aaron Holiday. I see you. I see you getting some PT and putting in the work. I like it.
1: AJ Griffin added in 13 points. The kid continues to impress me. Um Yeah, he he played well last night. Not not great, not
0: fantastic, but he he played well enough.
1: Uh we shot seventy-seven percent from the free throw stripe. That's not good, man. That's uh That's not good. That's not good. God, seventy-seven percent, man. What I, I do don't know.
0: I, I don't know what's going on. We shot thirty-two percent from three, uh, and we remain the third worst team in the NBA in three-point percentage. It's that's just that's not how our team is built. Like we can't win that way now. You take this game with a massive grain of salt because Trey, JC, DJ, CC, Bogey, all out. So, you know, but it's not like even when they play, the percentages are that different, you know? When they're in, the free throw percentage is somewhere in the mid-70s and the three-point percentage so far this year has been in the low 30s. So I don't know what's going on. I don't know how you fix that. But it needs to change ASAP. Uh, and, and the Grizz, they outscored us last night, forty-two to seventy-two, in the paint. And I mean, they rode a forty-point,
1: okay. forty-two to seventy-two in the paint. And you, but you didn't have CC, you didn't have JC. I, I don't blame them. I mean, when you only have Double O, and Frank T- Tank Minsky as your centers, that's okay. I understand that.
0: I, I mean, mean you I scored by thirty points. They're all NBA players.
1: I, I know, but when you're when you're basically starting your twos. And then oh well
0: I mean Memphis was <laughs> Memphis was as well. Memphis didn't have their starters in. Ja wasn't playing. Steven Adams wasn't playing. They had four starters out as well. It was it was bench versus bench. And it was I mean they they had a forty point third quarter
1: uh you know, they scored forty points in the third quarter. Yeah, defensively that's not what you're looking for. And I'm sure, sure I'm sure Nate was not happy about that.
0: So I don't know, man. We're back to five hundred. Uh I'm starting to feel about this team this year like I did last year. It's just it's just underachieving. And I I don't I don't know if it's I don't know, man. Maybe it'll turn around when we all get healthy, but I mean it's the NBA, everybody's dealing with injuries. So here here's the hope and we can get everybody uh everybody healthy soon
1: right all right uh double a is continues to be a wizard now he may not be a wizard on this particular trade but in double a we trust okay um or at least i trust
0: yeah you're on your own boat on this one
1: (laughs) uh we got word right before I was leaving work yesterday that the Braves were making a trade and that we were getting catcher Sean Murphy from the Oakland Athletics. And then it turned into, hey, this is a three-team trade that is including Milwaukee. And we're like, oh, okay, cool. So here's the full trade as it went down. Atlanta gets Sean Murphy, which is probably a top five catcher in the bigs right now defensively uh well overall i would say he has
0: a 236 lifetime batting average
1: i understand that but he also has not been pl- he also played in freaking oakland oakland well matt olson put up numbers out there well matt olson's a freak uh oakland gets kyle muller from the brave freddie tarnock from the brave and manny Pena from the braves um and they also picked up two other players from Milwaukee. Milwaukee gets Billy Bats, which sucks losing Billy Bats. And then right-handed pitcher Justin Yeager for the Braves. So Braves gave up uh just,
0: just to pick up shots. Too much. Too much is what you wanna is is the key word there. We gave up too much to pick up a catcher
1: who is a good defensive catcher i I don't all right so do you want do you want my positive spin or no sure all right my positive spin is we shed salary which is perfect um sean murphy is under contract um well he's under control for another three years before he even hits free agency so he's only getting paid arbitration at this point which is fantastic. We let go of Manny Pena, who is... I don't know why the hell we were paying him $4.5 to sit on the bench, and he played... I would think he played a total of maybe less than 10 games last year. If he played more than that, I would be really surprised. Um, so we shed salary there. Shedding that much salary, including Contreras helps out and maybe possibly still going after dance me which i think i don't i
0: i don't ever want my baseball team to be considering shedding salary there's no salary cap you make bajillions of dollars off of that stupid overpriced piece of crap place where you put the stadium at never shed salary there's no salary cap in baseball There's a salary cap in uh, basketball. There's a salary cap in football. Uh, There's a salary cap in the NHL. If you want to shed salary in sports that have a salary cap, I'm perfectly fine with that. The Hawks did it this year by getting rid of Kevin Herter because they didn't want to pay the luxury tax. And look what that did to them. I mean, that bit them right in the butt. The fact that if we did this for a salary dump pisses me off even more. We got a catcher. We got a young catcher, young defensive catcher, And we traded away William Contreras, who has a better lifetime batting average than than Sean Murphy. We traded away our number one prospect in the Braves farm system in Kyle Muller. I don't understand this. I think this is a stupid trade. I think it's a huge mistake. I think AA is going to regret this. And I hate it. I absolutely hate it for all the good that AA has done the past two offseasons. I mean, with letting Freddie Freeman go, I know we got Matt Olson. That's great, but he's not Freddie Freeman. Uh, Getting you know, letting Freddie Freeman go. So far, we've heard no news on Dansby Swanson and and tr- giving up like five players for a catcher, a defensive catcher, a defensive catcher who has a 236 lifetime batting average, a defensive catcher who the past two seasons has gone over a hundred strikeouts. We haven't uh, we haven't addressed our need at shortstop. We still have a hole at shortstop. We haven't addressed our need in left field. I hate it. It's stupid and it's the worst trade I think AA has made so far being in charge of the Braves. Okay.
1: And I'm I mean I I get where you're coming from and you're perfectly entitled to your opinion, which thank God we have differing opinions every once in a while. <laughs>
0: I mean, the guy has 59 RBIs in 2021 and 66 in 2022. Like, did we really need to trade all this for a defensive catcher? Like, can we not find one of those guys for six
1: bucks on the side of the road? I think he'll be our starter. Honestly, I think
0: fantastic. That's I don't care. He's not he lifetime batting average of 236. That's it.
1: Right. But most of that was playing in Oakland where Oakland is a freaking ridiculous bandbox he has a much better lifetime batting average away from oakland which is where he's going to be playing now from now on it's going to be much better for him and i think this getting into a better organization will help him too just just, that is
0: a lot of i thanks and i hope
1: well i mean this is here's the positive spin and it's taken me you know 12 hours to get to this point (laughs) Uh, yeah i
0: there's (laughs) I, I have zero positive outlook on this trade. It's a terrible trade. It's an awful trade. Um, and it won't turn out well. So we'll see. Congratulations. Hey, go sign Dansby. Patience.
1: Dear Lord, you and your patience. You've never had patience. No, it's a bad trade. I don't have
0: to have patience to tell you it's a bad trade. It's a bad trade. We traded our number one prospect in, in the in the minor leagues. We traded William Contreras, who was a fan favorite, for Sean Murphy, a, a guy that who, who struck out over 100 times. That's great. That's exactly what we needed on this roster. Somebody else who's going to strike out over 100 times. Fantastic. Now the entire lineup can do that.
1: All right, let's get to the power rankings. Go for it, bud.
0: The NFL power rankings after, man, we won't yet, what, four weeks left of the NFL, I think?
1: Weeks. Yeah,
0: Four more regular season weeks. We have our power rankings this week. Uh, Eagles, number one. Eagles are the best team in the NFL right now. They are a complete offense and defense. Uh, special teams is good. Jalen Hurts looks fantastic. I, I mean, Jalen Hurts scored so many times last week. He was he wasn't even celebrating after his touchdowns. Like it was just I you know, hey,
1: I, this is what I do. Is he the MVP? Uh,
0: I would think so. Yeah, I think right
1: now he has to be your MVP. I think it's either um, him or Burrow at this point. Honestly.
0: Yeah, and, and Burrow hasn't had the complete body of work that Jalen Hurts has. Burrow has really just come on uh, in the past probably 2 or 3 weeks is really emerging you know not not that i'm saying Burrow wasn't playing good before that but just at that elite level he wasn't uh, you knew that was in him but yeah i think um i i think hurts right now has to be your mvp i was trying to see what fanduel had uh had the mvp as so far and and hurts is your your favorite right now is mvp hurts then mahomes and then joe burr and then everybody else is is way way behind uh, at number two I'd speaking of Patrick Mahomes. I have the Chiefs as number two I think they're the second best team right now I think they're the second most complete team um, and I think they're the most complete team in the AFC uh, I think they're playing really good football right now at, at number three I have the Cowboys despite not having a great win against the Houston Texans a win that probably should have been a bigger margin of victory uh, you come out with a win and and that I mean the Houston Texans have NFL players too you know it's it's not like the houston texans are rolling out a college team right uh at number four i have the vikings and at five i have joe burr and the Bengals. i think they're in the top five now uh i don't have the dolphins up there anymore this this weekend really had me lose a lot of faith in the dolphins something's wrong with that team the timing is off on the offensive routes uh the defense doesn't seem to be swarming to the ball as a team um something there's some sort of disconnect going on there and it could be fixed this week it could be fixed and also don't have the bills i still don't terribly trust them because of the turnover issues they've had in the past couple of weeks uh but yeah right now i have eagles chiefs cowboys vikings and Bengals.
1: i have the same five that i had last week in the in my power rankings but maybe a little bit different eagles bills one two um, I, I still have faith in the Bills. I still think they're one of the best teams in the NFL. Um, un- yeah, the injury bug is hitting them, and losing Von Miller sucks. Half of the season. That sucks, man. That sucks, man. But I still think the Bills are really, really, really good. Uh, I've got the Bengals moving up to three from four last week. Um, I, I just have a little bit more faith in the Bengals now. Um, starting to, they're starting to play kind of what they played last year. And they're
0: almost at the same time too, right. which is yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I've got the Cowboys moving down from three to four this week. Um I think them them having to pull out a dub against Houston and, and granted, you're right, they're all NFL players. But pulling out a dub against Houston kind of made me lose a little bit of faith to the moving down from three to four but Dak's
0: inconsistency scares me a little bit. Yeah. Just, he did. He did not play good this weekend against Houston. He had, I think he had two or three interceptions and looked a little
1: off. Um, his, his inconsistency does worry me a little bit. Yeah. And then chiefs at five. Um, so I've Eagles, bills, Bengals, Cowboys, chiefs. That's my top five.
0: Okay. Okay. I like it.
1: Getting close, man, getting
0: down to the nitty gritty and with four more weeks of the regular season. And uh, we're going to know how it shakes out. And Let's we get we the Marines spouse.
1: real quick. We will talk yeah. about this tomorrow, um, but there's been more pressing topics the past few days. Esmond Ritter is the starting quarterback for the year Falcons, And I'm he so is freaking pumped about this. We will talk about this um, probably tomorrow um, along with audio fun. So,
0: yeah, I'm excited. To, I'm excited. I'm excited to see this weekend. Uh, what, oh, I won't be able. I won't be able to watch it. I just realized that I'll be on the road. Dang. Oh well. Well, I'll be, able, I'll be excited to see the highlights from Desmond Ritter uh, this weekend. On the Marine South scoreboard from last night in girls basketball, Carrollton beats Landmark Christian fifty-four to forty-nine, and then Mount Zion beats McNair forty-nine to thirty-six. On the boys side, Carrollton beats Landmark Christian sixty-one to fifty-seven, and Mount Zion falls to McNair sixty-two to seventy-two.
1: Carrollton on beats Landmark- was a really good win on both both sides. Uh Carrollton girls beating him by five and the boys beating him by four is really good wins in my opinion. So are they good teams? Landmark's pretty decent man. Yeah. Um are they? Yeah. I think so. So that's a that's a good win. Especially I think they were at home, weren't they not? Were they not? Uh no I thought they were yeah, on landmark? the road. They were at home. Yeah,
0: they were at home. Uh yeah, I didn't I didn't know landmark Traditionally had good basketball teams. I always remember their baseball teams being really good. I didn't know they had good basketball teams.
1: Yeah, they're starting to get a lot more athletes. On the stuff at games and events
0: calendar for today in girls basketball, Harrelson County at Modal at six p.m., Hurd County at Lagrange at six p.m., and Lafayette at Bremen at five thirty. And on the boys calendar, Harrelson County at Modal at seven thirty, Hurd County at Lagrange at seven thirty, and Lafayette. at at Bremen at 7 p.m. In wrestling, Villarica is the B&G at Carroll County Championship. It's at Central. Um, And I believe Temple is also there. And I believe that's it. I believe it's going to be Central, Villarica, Temple. And I think that is it for the local teams at that wrestling tournament.
1: Hold on. If I'm not mistaken, and I'm pulling up our calendar now, tomorrow I think I think a lot of it was after to like would all show up tomorrow let me double check this real quick so Villarica is like showing
0: up today and then more showing up tomorrow
1: uh, maybe maybe I'm wrong I can't remember uh but the SMI tournaments also this weekend too so
0: yeah the SMI basketball tournament. Uh, and they did move. Uh, I know we talked about the parade, the championship parade in Bowden. They moved that to January 11th because of the SMI basketball tournament this weekend. Uh, so the Bowden championship parade will take place on January 11th. And we'll give you more information the closer we get to that.
1: All right. Bryce, you need a cup of coffee? Yes, sir. All right. Another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Strawn with the Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. Arizona Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray set for an MRI on his knee after leaving Monday Night Football on a cart on a non-contact injury. Uh, it that's, did not look good, man. And that—that that is the exact quote from um, <laughs> from Left Kingsbury. It don't look good. Yeah. It. Uh, it. It. It made me
0: cringe. Um, so I, I think I don't want to speculate, but I am going to speculate uh it looked like a torn acl
1: you you have a podcast you have a microphone in front of your mouth
0: go ahead speculate (laughs) it looked like a torn acl when i was watching it last night yeah uh so yeah I, i think i think kyler's out for the season unfortunately
1: in a weird weird story texas suspends coach chris beard after an arrest on assault charge and this is a felony assault charge i was reading this yesterday um this does not look good for texas New,
0: new, 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 new. This is, a, yeah, assault charge, a, a strangulation in the middle of the night. This is a bad story, man. And uh, that Texas suspends Coach Chris Beard, I, that probably should have said fired. Yeah,
1: um, yeah. yeah. well-deserved after reading the report. Continued prayers to, um, thoughts and prayers to Mike Leach, who remains in critical condition. Um, you want to talk about s- something that doesn't look good? This does not look good, but uh, continued prayers for him, his family, and for everybody at Mississippi State, too. I mean, this yeah, sucks.
0: That's, that's sad. Mike Leach is a national treasure, man. Not just a good football coach, but uh, national treasure. So, T's and P's to him. Yeah,
1: yeah. T's and P's, man. Uh, Navy coach <laughs> knew him to Talolo, did I get that right, Bryce? Nia Matalolo. There you go.
0: Yep. Uh-oh. The only reason I, the only reason I know that I'm usually terrible at pronouncing, the only reason I know that is because I watched
1: every single Navy game when Ricky was there. <laughs> um says Navy fired him immediately after the lost Army.
0: Yeah, he's the most successful uh, head coach in Navy history, but the run that he's had against Army and Air Force in the past. I don't know five six seven years. Yeah, yeah. you, you, you got to get fired. Yeah, I hate that for Niemotol, but um, it's it,
1: you, get, you had to do it. Had to do it. Your Cowboys at a veteran wide receiver in T. Y. Hilton.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't know how much impact this guy's going to have. I, I think it's a big na- it's a cool name to add. Um, T. Y. is a veteran wide receiver. When he was healthy with the Colts and, and a bit younger, he was absolutely electric. So I I don't know we'll see I guess that's that's interesting I guess so they passed on OBJ after the physical and they picked up Ty Hilton instead so it, yeah, it's was, a, was, less of a circus you wanted I I don't know I, I, yeah I, I think OBJ is a flashier bigger name but if if like I said last week if OBJ can't play then signing him is pointless
1: and then finally today in 2015 Irishman Conor McGregor knocks out Brazilian. Jose Aldo in 13 seconds to win his first featherweight title in Las Vegas.
0: Yeah, that was one of the craziest fights. There was such a build up to it and everything. Jose Aldo was uh, undefeated, and you know he was talking all this crap, and Connor was also talking crap. And 13 seconds in, Connor just slept him with a left hand, and uh, that was that was one of the craziest knockouts I, I I think I've ever seen in UFC history. I think you invited me to watch this fight at your house. Probably. I think I had a... Uh, I, I set up the projection screen on the back porch and had the speakers going, and I think I had almost... There about 30 people
1: over there. And I think that was... Like, I think you and I talked about it afterwards. And I'm like, you know, I appreciate the offer to come over and everything, but to come over for a 13-second fight kind of sucks. <laughs> well, I mean, there's it, there's a
0: undercard. There's a card. It's more than just the main event. I, that's what... I don't... Yeah. There's... I mean, there was... Five fights in the main card and four fights in the undercard.
1: Got anything else, bud? Nah, man. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here on a Tuesday. Uh on Tuesday, December thirteenth. 12 days left till Christmas. Holy crap. All right. Uh for Bryce Sparling, I am Billy Lindall. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. We will talk to you all on Wednesday. Same time. Same place. Shake
0: your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors!